Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity podcast. At this point, need I even introduce myself? Ah, what the hell? It's your boy, DJ Billier, one half of this incredible show. And to my left is my man, 50 Grand, posted up in front of his microphone stand. Let it be known and tell him who you am. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> There's a dramatic pause there. What is going on? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. <laughs> you look like you had something planned, but I don't know what that plan was. This, I, I, oh, I there's something. I didn't. I just seemed like everything froze. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, let me redo that. All right. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Savage O'Malley, aka Old Dirty Savage. Yes. AKA the Hip Hop Mandalorian. If you didn't know, this is the way. It is. I did, and I did know. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, welcome. How is everybody doing uh, on this glorious March 22nd of release? Maybe you're listening on the 23rd, the 26th, the 24th. Maybe you're listening to it right when it's fresh off the presses on the 22nd. If you are, welcome. <laughs> God bless you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Salud. Hey, I don't care when you listen, as long as you listen. Respect. We love it. That's what's up. Hopefully you're just checking in with us because you think we are way better than super okay. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we strive that's for my new nothing thing. That's but my new thing. greatness here. We will not settle for super okay at the 209 Till Affinity Podcast. I oh. want better than super okay. I'm getting this black street here, man. I'm, uh, uh. Here we go. Get down. It's going down, fade to black street. The homies got at me. Collab creations bump like acne, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as the dog can catch me. Yo, wait, no, no, that ain't right. Wait, this is. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my credit can vouch, a dog never catch me ass out. Who can stop with Dre making moves? Attracting honeys like a magnet. Giving them mere gasms with my mellow accent. Still putting it down with the homies, Black Street and Teddy. 
the original rump shaker. Shorty, get down, good lord. Baby, got you open all over town. You, you did say, as long as a dog can catch me, which uh, brings me back to Tom and Jerry. <laughs> uh, Spike the dog is in it. Spike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the that was the dog that used to whoop. Yeah. Which one's Jerry? I forget which Jerry's one's the, the cat. Mouse. Okay. Tom, Tom Cat. Tom Cat. Tom Cat. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dog used to. Yeah, Spike's in it, man. Whoop, whoop it's calling Joe. It's calling Joseph's dog. Ah, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice a, callback. I'm just telling you, man. Yeah. I mean, that dog will get catch you. Yeah. Spike don't play, man. Yeah. No, Spike don't play. Yeah. He got a lump on his head. He had, he got hit with a bat, and then the lump came up like you know cartoon style. Yeah. And then Tom tried to push it back down, and then it popped back up. <laughs> I'm surprised I still remember those lyrics. We were uh, it, when my ill-fated cover band that I was in when we were doing hip hop covers. That was one of the ones mm. we did. So I had to like, as much as I've listened to that song, and I thought, oh, that won't be a problem. When it came to the R&B lyrics, like you could see, I struggled with the Dre verse. When it came to the shorty, get down, good lord, baby, got you open all over town. You know, strictly bitch, she don't play around. Okay, game by the pound, you know, like, oh. Long as that dog can't catch me. Yeah, I was like, yo, what do they say? I've never paid attention. It's just a vibe. You just groove with that shit. I have no idea. So I had to like, I put a playlist together and I threw that song on there like five times and just let it go and go and go and go in the car to try to memorize it. But yeah, we had fun with that, man. It was fun while it lasted, but uh Back to making original music now. But here we are. Here we are. That's what's up. Hey, Bill. Yes, sir. It's time for the next lyric of the week. Oh, you nasty. That's what's up. Here we go. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've done the Lyric of the Week. Well, we try to do a Lyric of the Week. Sometimes it doesn't fit in the show. Then we did the Eminem show and we each did a Lyric. Yes. And then like we we're talking about movies and, and super okay stuff. So <laughs> we kind of got. So I wanted to make sure we got one in. And it's a little bit topical because we're going to talk a little bit about this before we jump into some entertainment. <sighs> so uh, it Dude, worked out. We've got keychains. I think we're going to need bumper stickers or something that says super okay. Like oh. 209 till infinity podcast, way more than super okay. That needs to be somewhere. Like Just super okay with a line through it. Yeah. And then above it says better. <laughs> something, man. We're going to have to make that happen, but we may have to pay the guys from Dead End. You, you're so, yeah, man. You're telling us, uh, you're, you're giving away the secrets yeah. that we have keychains now. <laughs> we, Dang, breaking news. Sorry about that. My bad. <laughs> This just in. We have 10 keychains. <laughs> eight now. Oh, it's eight. My bad. No, we each I got, got one. one. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, you know. But they're going to the executive branch for sure. Absolutely. Uh, and then some but, other faithful listeners who definitely give us a rating better than Super OK. Yes. Yeah, if you think we're better than Super OK, you might earn a keychain. All right, man. So we're going to do a lyric of the week. This is coming from the Black Sheep, Yellow Wolf, and Caskey album. One of my favorite verses on here. As uh, Surprise, Scott's doing a Yellow Wolf verse. Yes. Uh, uh, as you know, Yellow Wolf is not. Uh, he's very talented, and he is kind of all over the place. Uh, and as spook, sp spooking, as spooking before. Hurricane, 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 spooking. Uh, spoken before is that uh, we are live, so uh, yes. there's no uh, if you screw up, you screw up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess I better bring my A game. All right, here we go. Let's do it, baby. Oh, me, oh, me, oh, we, 
Yeah, fucking with the Omi. Omi was a killer, now I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. Took off on the chopper with your girl in open toes. Had it screaming in the orange grove, yelling at the OG. OG, too much product on the table, had to delegate the weight. Left a couple out the table, couldn't keep up with the hustle, shouldn't run out with the place. On the court with all them ballers, with the hand to rock the cradle, sleep. Sleeping on me, keep them quiet, never wake them when this heavens, when it's blowing, they retire, I replace them. The fallen leaves up under me, they pile up when I rake them. I burn them like a chief, say la vie, I do not save them, put in work. Especially for those who in the earth When I pass the torch I want my life to be deserved Therefore when I offer up my time Don't go blind Where your aviators for the radiation of my purge I'm a star The godson with the godson In the box son Not a dot son Get it right I'm a star mm, Did you just say Dotson? I did say Dotson <laughs> Not Dotson Dotson. Not Dachshund. No. Like the dog. Right. Dotson. Dotson. Like Dotson B210. Yes. I, that's what I thought. I just wanted to double check, man. That's uh man. That's some that's like a car my folks would have drove. You know, like Well, I, Bill, it yeah. is a car that my folks drove. Okay. You you grew up in a Dotson. I grew up in a Dotson B210. Uh very blue, by the way. Oh, a blue? Oh, Dotson? it was nasty. B-210. Did you take family trips in the Dotson V210? Oh, I, maybe. I don't remember. I I mean, we were a smaller family at that point. Because right. I don't. I remember the Datsun B two ten. I just remember spending more time in the back of the. And this is this is tells you how old we are and how uh, and how the world has changed. When I was a kid, I remember spending more time in the back of my dad's truck with a trailer or right. a, not a trailer, a camper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just threw three and jump in the back. Let's go. Yeah. yeah no yeah. seat belts. No, yeah. we're bouncing oh, around like. Dude. Dude, we could have died yeah. so easily. We're just <laughs> flailing around the back. I remember a couple times he turned corners and we slam up against the edge. And like, oh my gosh, dude! The, the, these young kids today—they have no idea. That's very old man sounding, but it's so true. They don't have any idea of the struggle. They, you know, these kids that have come up in the SUV minivan era, SUVs, minivans, um, RVs—you know, like. Traveling in luxury, like space to relax, to kick back, to... Dude, I can remember taking family trips and we crammed into this little tiny ass like Toyota Tercel that my parents had. Like we jammed all our luggage and everything we could cram in the back seat and in the trunk. And it was like, it was me, my two sisters, and we had to do this four, five, six hour drive, whatever it was to Oregon. All of us crammed in this car and all we would do is like, hey, when are we gonna stop? When are we gonna stop? Is it time to eat? I need to pee. When are we gonna stop? And it was fucking miserable. No minivan, no built-in TVs to watch movies, no, no streaming music. Like it was, it was, Horrible. So you're complaining because you don't have a USB port for your charger? Right. I'm getting thrown around the back of a full-size <laughs> truck tray uh, bed, yeah. getting hit in the head with the ice chest because my dad took the corner a little too fast. Yeah, exactly. I'm exactly. not worrying about, you know. Yeah, not worried about that the DVD won't play. Do you know how many yeah. grams of sugar are in this smoothie, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> this is not super okay. Yeah, and not at all. Not at all. <laughs> like, but yeah, man, uh, my kids would complain. Like, when are we going to stop? Can we get something to eat? 
I'm like, dude, you've got your own row, like in this minivan. You're you're spread out. You've got plenty of room. You've got the 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 built-in TV DVD. You're watching movies. Your sister's back there listening to her music. You can draw. You can color. We didn't have any of that shit. We barely had enough room to breathe. Well, I'll just tell you this: for anybody who's ever had that struggle or been frustrated because you didn't have a USB port or your streaming thing wasn't working good or you lost your signal. Um, as a kid who grew up um, in the back of a Dodge truck, I would like to say from a very much very similar to like my good friend Adam Sandler likes to say, this goes out to you. Shut up! <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Nah, not at all. Yeah, please. Shut uh, up, please. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, that uh, lyric was off the Yellow Wolf Caskey album, Black Sheep, uh, which dropped a couple weeks ago. Uh, on all major streaming platforms. Yes. I believe that was February 19th, if my memory is correct. And by memory, I mean I just looked it up. So that's when it dropped. Yes. <laughs> um, I know that uh, Bill and I have very different takes on this album. Yeah. Um, I Let me just tell you this. I'm just going to be honest here because I'm not in the, in, the, in the spirit of lying. Right. Uh, Bill... Text me. He didn't even know that it came out. Yeah. And I'd already listened to it, and I didn't tell Bill because I already knew how he was gonna be. Yeah, yeah, I know. I already knew. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. After I listened to it, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna be like, yo, drop Bill because I already knew. Yeah, I didn't even. I, I lost track that it was coming out. He released a couple of singles, uh, and I thought Yellow Wolf, Yellow Wolf murders it. The fact that he says in that verse, "That was the old me. I'm a killer now. I'm Obi Wan Kenobi," and that's what I feel like he's doing. Like he's just murdering every track. And he's like the, he is Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Kasky is the the Padawan, the, the Jedi in training who still needs some work. He's not quite there yet. He isn't horrible. He can rap. But after I get a killer, like for one thing on this album, Yellow Wolf should never go first. Why is he going first? When he murders, he absolutely slays. And then in comes Kasky and I'm just like, meh. After that Yellow Wolf verse, it's just okay. Like, Kasky should go first and then give us the, you know, he should be the appetizer and then we should get the main course. Like, Yellow Wolf does his thing, man. On every every track, there isn't a track, but unfortunately, it's newer, trappier beats and I don't he, care for Kasky, so it's not returnable for me. It's not, there's no return factor. He's a star. The oh. godson with the godson in that box, son. Yes. Not a Dotson. No. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Dude, Yellow Wolf is like, I think we've said it on the show before. There's, we talked about it, God level. There's good rappers, great rappers, and then there's God level MCs. And I would put Yellow Wolf on that. When you, when in the span of one verse, you're you're doing two or three different flows, uh, you're, you're, you're two or three different flows, tempos, changing the, 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 the texture of your voice, going up and down in volume, like, he just does it all, and then on top of it, the lyrics are phenomenal. So that verse, I did half of it. Yeah. And I it like I had to do it several times before we recorded, just because he kind of stops, then starts, then yeah. fast, then slow, then pops, then. Yeah. He's crazy, dude. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. So I'll tell you this. Uh, so the Yellow Wolf Black Sheep, Yellow Wolf Casket album. It's an eleven track album. Um, they released uh, McQueen Fiend and um been a problem right prior to the album release and, and, then, and yellow wolf murders both and, and, of and, those. And, and and uh billy and the purple dotson yeah after the album came right. out was the the single right um 
I, Savage O'Malley, uh, really like track one, two, three, four, seven, and I think it's nine. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And to me, and, and, and this is, and we talked about this before this album came out, and this is where we differ a little bit in, 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 in our, uh, on our personalities as far as music is, um, and this is some real like nineties vibe, yeah. East coast, uh, yep. bad boy lyrics. We got our oh, yeah. beats going on in yes, the background. Yes, we do. Ah, uh, uh, music for the bed, if you will, not yeah. the bedroom, but like bed music, <laughs> you know what? Never mind, people. Yeah. Uh, Family I'll tell you shit. this. Uh, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on your family. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm the kind of guy where if I have a guy that I like, and then I like the beat, and then the other guy I don't necessarily like, and it, but it doesn't bug me to the point where I want to change the song, right? then I'm okay with it. Yeah. Or I like it. Because... In, in this industry, there's going to be songs where guys have guys on tracks that we don't like or like, you know, yeah. I've, I've unfortunately I've yeah. I've listened to the cook up boss more than I want to. Yeah, absolutely. you know, and I can and, and see, and that's, that's just, where you and I differ. I won't go back to a cook up boss. Well, here's the but. thing. And, and this is and this is and this, maybe I'm DJ Savage, because what I'll do is is like, for example, on the uh, Trunk Music 3 track, the uh, album the song with Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Like that beat is great. Yeah. And then Yellow Wolf versus crazy nasty. Oh, so yeah. like I'll run that and it's first. So yeah. I'll go that and then I'll get a minute, minute 40 in and then I'll change the song before Yahoo starts rapping. Right. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I like uh, several of the beats. I like several of the songs and I'll just tell you right now that uh, Kasky is in and Bill said it. If, if Bill saying he's not terrible. You know, that's he's not. No, no, no he's, he's not, just, you he's know, far from terrible. Right. Like, it's he just, can rap in comparison to Yellow Wolf. Unfortunately, you, anybody's going to pale in comparison. You'd have to put like another God level MC in there, like to, to for it to be standout. Well, I'll tell you this in, in, in I'll tell you this right now before we move on. Track one, just the intro oh. is probably one of my favorite songs of the year. Kasky is not. Kasky is good on that track. Kasky's yeah, yeah. good on "Been a Problem" too. Yeah, yeah, he's, if, he's, he, he's good. He, that 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 yeah. that that flow of the beat fits him a little better. I like that song. Yeah, but on just the intro, go and listen to this track. Yellow Wolf has it's that verse where they have a verse. One has a verse, the other one has a verse, and then they kind of play off each other. Then right. Yellow Wolf has another verse. Yeah, Yellow Wolf in this song is unbelievable like he right. does so many different things i've listened to this song so many times because i'm trying to bounce around and his lyrics like just the intro is it would go on any track hot track list it, it, the song started off with that and i was like okay okay i'm not a big fan of this Kasky guy but we're off to the right foot you know once we're off to a good start and you know when it released once i realized it released because i'd lost track after the singles I, I gave it a run through. I let it play in my car when I was driving and I continued to let it play. But I was like, Yellow Wolf's killing it. The production for me is just okay. It isn't great. There, that's not, again, it's not horrible. And Caskey's just okay to me. Like after Yellow Wolf, it's it's kind of, a, it's kind of, anything's going to be a letdown. Like I said, unless you put another legend on that mic with him. So it's just like, there isn't for me enough return. Like I'd rather go back and listen to Ghetto Cowboy. And I'd be really disappointed, but... 
this is I feel like just a, a Kickstarter to the what he's this is one of four projects he's supposed to be releasing this year, right? Mudmouth and then the project so, with So he's got he's got this, he's got Mudmouth. Mudmouth was supposed to come out in February, but it got pushed back. I'm not sure why. Right. Um and then um He's got the the album or the project with DJ Muggs. Right. And then he's got the rock album. The rock and roll album. So that's right. the thing. If this was our one Yellow Wolf album for the year, I'd be like, God, no, come on. But it's not. This is, I feel like, just the precursor, like the warm up. So I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I'm not going to go back. It won't be heavy, heavy rotation. The, for the, me. the other thing is, and I was thinking about this the other day because I knew I was going to try to do this verse and then talk about it was that we think about this last year, right? Where we had guys who we listened to a lot who were dropping singles left and right, like Locksmith and Webby and yeah, yeah. Jelly Roll and all these people did all this stuff. We didn't really hear anything from Yellow Wolf in 2020. No. He didn't really drop anything. No, he was quiet. Very quiet. Whereas the rest of the world was like heavy. And I was just thinking the other day, like, the entertainment's starting to ramp up. We just talked about that last episode where yeah, like yeah. all this stuff is starting to come, right? Right. Music is kind of slowed down. A little bit, yeah. Like we were getting stuff like all the time. Yes. Music. Like yeah. you go back and listen to our 2020 shows, it was more music than entertainment because there was more music than entertainment. Absolutely. Like that's all the artists had to do. They were in their homes in their own studios. Yeah, yeah. For sure. You know, except for Graves for some reason, but that's yeah. another yeah, here yeah. nor there. And I don't want to yeah. get into it. Uh, I think but, he's working on it. So hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Um, but now that the entertainment stuff is really ramping up yeah. and the music has kind of died down, but... We're starting to hear from Yellow Wolf. We know he's got some stuff coming, so. Yeah, Yellow Wolf took that time off and basically all he did was he finally started promoting Ghetto Cowboy because Ghetto Cowboy dropped and then we got locked down, basically. Like, So he started in 2020 and right at the end he was releasing videos for, for Ghetto Cowboy but went quiet on the new music front. Yeah, because so that, that Ghetto Cowboy dropped November 2019. You know, it was on a 2019 um, yes, that was album of the year for of, both of us. Yeah, yeah. Both of It was both on both of our lists. And then all of a sudden, like, March came around and everything was slowing down. But then there yeah. was, like, you know, a You and Me video. Then, a, you know, all yeah. these videos that were right. popping. Because, like, people, they just started making videos. Jelly Roll was making videos. Right. Like, all these people were making videos. And we talked about, like, I think that this has to do with the more hits you get on YouTube, you make more money than you do if you stream anything else. Correct, so, yeah. So that's the money thing. There's advertising money to be made on YouTube. So right. if you got enough followers and enough hits, people will want to advertise on your shit. So right. you can make money off of that and monetize it for sure. Right. But let me say this. Yellow Wolf, to me, did nothing wrong on this album. There are verses that are better than others. Of course, that's any rapper. That's just how it goes. So for me, I look at this as a good sign. Because if he brings this level of lyricism to the Mudmouth Project or to the uh, the DJ Muggs Project or to the Rock Project, like, let's go. I'm all in, 100% ready. I cannot wait to hear what this man's going to do next. Because to me, well, this is just a flare. I'll tell you this. Before like, the big fireworks. You, you take... The, the little bit we have heard from Yellow Wolf, yes. right, is this. Yeah. Right? His verse on uh, Struggle, uh, Jelly and Struggle, Waylon and Willie 4. Insane. That verse is Bro, in, that That could be verse of the year. He yeah. is like, Jelly Roll is good. 
Yeah. Oh, very good. Struggle is not bad. No. Good, Struggle great can voice. be good. V great voice. Can be great. Gravelly voice. Yeah. And, and and that goes back to just kind of what you talk about here. Dark. Right. You yeah. talk about this album. Yeah, Jelly Roll goes first. I meant Yellow Wolf goes first. Yeah. Well, the rest of the song is trash. You made those guys look terrible. He did. He did. Oh, you're talking about talking about the Black Sheep album. No, anything. Yeah, I'm talking about talking no. About, you, I'm, I'm this just is in Biggie general playing in the background. Uh, so not I Biggie. You're talking about Biggie. My bad. My bad. Okay. If I was talking about Biggie, I would talk about how Crook was going crazy this week, <laughs> trying to get everybody. Can you guys please put some Biggie lyrics on some G Funk? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. They, um, If I was Jelly Roll or Struggle, I would have been like, if, after hearing that verse, I would have reordered the song. So it was, it, he should have been the closer. If, if Savage makes his super compilation album, that yeah. was his, that yeah, if I was yeah. going to do one thing in music, what would I do? Yeah. It, Yellow Wolf would be going last. Absolutely. It, it's like putting Busta Rhymes on and having him go first. You're making a mistake. Or putting Eminem. There's a reason that Eminem and Busta Rhymes, if you see somebody's name on a track list and that's the person that you're drawn to, they should go last. They should just go last. Like, if I see Eminem on a cut and he goes first, boy, or, or Busta Rhymes, or Royce the Five Nine, or Yellow Wolf, you better eat your Wheaties and bring your goddamn A-game to the table because I'm going to get bored real fast if you go last. All right, so we're going to go uh, Royce the Five Nines is going to open, then M, you're going to do the second verse, and then yeah. Savage, you're going to close it out. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Should go well. Yeah. Should go well. You better spend a lot of time with your pad and pen, my friend. Uh, Savage, this better be the verse of your fucking life, Yeah, bro. yeah, right? Like somebody's got a gun <sighs> pointed to your head. But yeah, man, just <sighs> like... Don't do yourself a disservice. That Waylon and Willie album, that's your album. Like, you can adjust it to where you guys' verses are first. You can make that happen in the studio. If they can make uh, Britney Spears sound like a good singer, they can do anything in the studio. You know I what I'm saying? Like, I hear you. Come on. Sorry, I did not know that Yellow Wolf Kasky was going to go off like that. Hey, it's all good, man. We, we, hey, we love Yellow Wolf. I'm not surprised, man. He's one of our favorites. I mean, I think it's made been made clear over the two-plus years that we've been doing this that if you listen to this podcast and you don't know by now that we love Yellow Wolf, you're not paying attention. Like, we like Yellow Wolf? Focus. Yes, we do, actually. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. So, uh, we are going to talk about now a little thing that we like to call entertainment yes yes so we're going to talk about a couple things uh we're definitely going to talk about wandavision correct because that has finished and there's a lot to dig into but before we get to that we did want to touch on a little bit of and we don't do this often no unless it's like a streaming or comic book type thing yes uh Regular TV. Network. Television. Network television. The old Peacock. NBC, baby. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so they got two new shows that seem to be kind of, they seem to have tied them together. And it's Keenan and the Young Rock. Do these air now? Because I only have Hulu, so I watch them later. Do they air back to back? Correct. Is that what it is? Okay, because if I'm watching the Young Rock and it ends, it immediately goes right into Keenan. Or vice versa. If I watch the latest Keenan, it takes me to the latest Young Rock. And I'm like, they've kind of pitched these two shows together they're really banking on them both being successful uh with network television um especially on um when it comes to sitcoms right a lot of times like they're banked together so it's like an hour right, right. so you've got young rock then keenan or 
How I Met Your Mother and blah. Family, right, right. Family Matters and the Hogan family. Right, right? whatever He's it is. kind of banked yeah. together. Kind okay. Of said. So that's kind of always been the history of things. Sure. And then that way you can do it. You can kind of promote it at the same time. You know what I mean? I'm out of so, touch. I, I literally haven't had live television in probably over 10 years, yeah. at least. So, yeah, I've forgotten. But you're right. You Remember the TGIF night? 100%. Like family Matters, Full House. Like, yeah, that's true. They link them all up. Like, they know, hey, this show, Friends is really popular, so we want this new show to get attention. So we're going to put it right after Friends. Right. Seinfeld, you know, whatever. It's going to be. How How I Met Your Mother was the number one sitcom in the world. So the one that comes right after it is going to naturally get follow up viewers. So we've got to promote that. Like we're we're trying to push it as best best we can to give it its best shot. So we're going to put it after our best show to see what happens. So let me ask you this. Does it go young, young rock and then Keenan or is it the other way? Okay, so I think it's. I think, but I'm not sure. They I might think it's be, Young Rock first. Because I'm thinking they're banking on the star power of The Rock to then hold people in and push them through. Because Keenan's a star, but he ain't a star like The Rock. Like, Right. Yeah, this, you know what I'm right. saying. Like, he's SNL. I mean, Keenan's been in the spotlight since he was a kid. What's crazy is what a baby face that guy has. Yeah. I, I just assumed he was like late 20s, early 30s. Oh, no, he's... He's art, like, a little bit younger than us, but 41, 42, something like that. Like, because my kids grew up with Keenan. I mean, I remember Keenan from All That, which was like Nickelodeon's version of In Living Color. It's like a half-hour sketch comedy show Uh where they, you know, they they would do their kind of like sketches, and then at the end they'd bring a musical act out, just like In Living Color did. And then Keenan bounced, and, and on there was The Good Burger. So they did The Good Burger movie, and then Keenan bounced to The Keenan and Kel Welcome show. Welcome to Good Burger, home of The Good Burger. Yes, dude. And that was one of the sketches on that show that then turned into a movie, a la kind of a Saturday Night Live style thing. Right. And then, boom, he goes from that Keenan and Kel show and then to Saturday Night Live, and now he's appeared. He played Fat Albert in the Fat Albert movie um, and did a good job at it. It was an okay movie, but he did good as Fat Albert. And then now he's steamrolled. He's been on Saturday Night Live for, God, I don't know, 10, 12 years? Long time. One of my favorite cast members. But now he's steamrolled it into the show. He's finally kind of hitting the big time and got his own show. What do you think about it? <clears throat> so uh, as far as Keenan goes, um, I enjoy it. Yeah. I uh, I think it is, is good. Um, I can tell you right now that um, more than you, I am a... Um, I'm a TV watcher. Uh-huh. I grew up, my family was a TV watcher. Cheers, yeah. Golden Girls, you know, recording on the tape. You know, you got to make sure you tape it. You know, that Thank kind of you stuff. for being a friend. Um, I can tell you right now that uh, this show is not going to make it. Yeah. It's not going to make it. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's funny, but it's also not that funny. It's got a serious component. Yeah. Uh, I, I just... It, it's just I, I I'd like to see a little more Don Johnson I like Don Johnson's character hey, that's where you and I are gonna differ okay go ahead uh, and the uh, the I don't like uh, Keenan's brother at Chris Red and he's from Saturday Night Live as well he's funny he's just I, I agree with you there too I don't I don't it, care it's 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 uh it's just got there's to me there's not enough strong characters it's it's hundred percent agree with you it's it's the story, like maybe they go somewhere and it opens up a little bit, but, and I get it. Like to me, like getting, you know, what'd you say, Chris Red? Yeah. That's, you know, 
That's Keenan's cook-up boss. Got to get him on there. It's you know. just another SNL dude like, yeah. that they're hoping to bank on that 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 chemistry. But I agree with you 100% on I, that. I'll tell you this. It's 20 minutes. I like it. I enjoy it. It's yeah. not... Uh, I I look forward to it. It's not something where I like... Because I'll, I'll check out on a show if I'm done with it. Yeah. You know? and I'm, but I'm still watching, so I'd say that. I, I, I feel like... The third episode was the best one so far. Like I feel like each how many episode, have we had so far? Three. Okay. So I I felt like the first two I was like okay so every episode he's going to be dealing with the death of his wife and there's going to be a new thing that he has to deal with, and it's going to affect his job and then he's going to have to learn a lesson and apologize and get over it and move on and that was the first two episodes, and I was like yeah I don't know I'm not really laughing but then the third episode where it had nothing to do with the dead wife. It had nothing to do with his wife that passed on. It just had to do with the fact that they decided an extra hour to add an extra hour to his morning show. So Keenan is a father whose wife has passed away. So he's left alone with these his two young daughters. And, and to help him raise these young daughters is his brother, played by Chris Redd, who is his manager as well. And then Don Johnson, who plays um, the, the passed away daughter's father, who's now moved in to spend time with the grandkids and help out. So Keenan gets a job, has a job as a morning, he's a morning show host, like of like a Good Morning America type show, but not that popular, like it's a more low key, I think. Uh, but so he, um, they add an extra hour to the show, but not an hour after, it's an hour before. So Keenan's got to get in at 4 a.m. to do the job and he doesn't do well on lack of sleep. And it's just about the comedic things that happen with him not getting enough doesn't sleep. Doesn't do well at all. Yeah, he doesn't function and everybody knows it. And he, he just can't say no. So he, he wants to continue to do the things he's doing on lack of sleep. And there's funny thing. It's the first episode where I really laughed. So you are not wrong with the masses. Yeah. The pilot got a 5.8 rating. Okay. The second episode got a 6.4. Okay. And the third episode got a 6.9. Okay. So it's improving as each episode goes. Yeah, I think they needed to get away from the like every episode I'm going to. The first episode was, I can't talk about my wife. And then the second episode was, I need to throw her stuff away. But oh, then he finds something of hers that sends him on a mission because he thinks she was cheating. But of course she wasn't. And, you know, for me, the, the biggest thing, you said you, you want more Don Johnson. I want Don Johnson out of there. Like, I don't feel like he's doing anything except every once in a while he makes a comment like, well, I was never there for my daughter because I was a drunk roadie on the road picking up groupies or whatever. I don't even know what he does. On well, that's, what, I, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we don't have enough of him to know about him. And like, to me, like he has that character, uh, that character line, like has the ability to be like a good character. But like they're not giving him anything and see i feel like i get that they're trying to be different okay so she had a white father like and i know nowadays they try to integrate these shows and and that's to add a level of complexity to the show like here's these a, a black man and his brother and his two black kids and there's this white guy living there because he just had you know because the mom was mixed for me get don johnson out of there dude he's miami vice he's not a comedy guy like for me you know who i could see in that something like a uh, a steve harvey or a cedric the entertainer why not just have have the daughter's father be black and bring in a a talented black comedic actor who i could really see somebody like a john witherspoon like a pops like a pops character 
Like bring in somebody that's a trained comedic actor. Don't go for the like, oh, Don Johnson's edgy and he's gonna be the deadbeat dad and he's white on top of it all. Whoa, there's a there's a curveball. I don't need a curveball. Give me somebody that could do comedy. Like, I just feel like he's wasted. Like he just comes in like, wow, that's what you wanna do. Okay, see ya. Like, you know, like I just like, nah, it's a waste. And Chris Red. He, he's just, I don't find him that funny on Saturday Night Live. And like, he's not funny on this show. He's just annoying. Like, why would you hire that dude as your manager? Why? Yeah, I'm telling you, I think that's his boy. Yeah, that's it, it's possible. Job. But you know, and you, you mentioned not strong characters. I don't feel anybody on that morning show is like, I don't feel any of them. Like the, 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 the lesbian lady who does the sports is not funny to me. Like, I know she's a stand up. The bitchy lady who's like his co-host that's out to get his job is just, I've seen that character a million times, done better. The only one I like in the office is his boss who's actually trying to help him out, who you can kind of see in the future, they're setting it up for that's gonna be his love interest down the line, I guarantee it. But they're setting it up for that. But I don't know, it's just a show, we've seen this show, it was called Full House. Remember Danny Tanner, he hosted a morning show and raised his kids on his own because his wife died with his, crazy brother-in-law and his best friend like you know we've seen it it was also called my two dads there was another show it was also called three men and the little lady there's just not enough original about this show and if it's not going to be original it better make you laugh and it's just not really doing that so yeah like i said it's not going to make it i already know that. yeah i agree with you there i 100 percent agree with you uh unless like you said, each one seems to be getting a higher approval rate. The next four or five, four, five, and six better get real good real quick. Like, cause the third one was the first one where I was like, yeah, I like that one the best so far. And I'm still like, just on the fence. Like, but yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. Cause I really like Keenan. I like Keenan a lot. I like him. I'm rooting for him, but uh, so far I'm not super hyped. Or super hyphy. Yeah, I'm not hyphy either. Yeah, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, so that brings us to Young Rock. Yes, the yeah. Young Rock. And uh, what are your thoughts? I love it. I'm thoroughly enjoying the Young Rock. Um, the way it started, I thought I wasn't gonna like it because they've said it in 2032, and it's him running for president. 2032, playing on the gag that he said he might run for president someday, and he's being interviewed by uh, what's he, he? He's in everything now. What's his name? Uh, Randall Park. Randall Park is interviewing him and he, he starts to tell a story about his life that will equate to his his constituents and running for office. And he just tells the story of his life basically. And I thought, I don't know, that seems kind of corny, but it works. And once they, once they get away from that and kick into the actual episode and what's happening, I love the actor who's, and I wish I knew his name, I don't. I love the actor who plays his, the actors who play his mother and father. I think they're great. The actors, actress who plays his grandmother is amazing. Um, the the teenage rock, whoever it is that's playing the high school rock, is a great actor. I think the the elementary school rock's a little too cutesy. I don't believe the rock was that cute. Like, what will you have to drink? I'll take a scotch on the rocks. No, okay, I'll take a your best tequila. No, okay, Shirley Temple. Like, I just don't believe the rock was doing that. Like, as a little kid. So, uh, the, uh, grandma. Yes. Is you've seen her in so many things. She's a character actor who's been around. Yeah, forever. Her, name's, her name's Anna Tuasilla. Yeah. She's great. Uh, the mom is, uh, Stacy Lalua. Okay. 
seen a, if you've ever watched anything like half of these people you've seen in Adam Sandler stuff because he does a lot of Hawaiian movies. Right, right. Everybody looks familiar, even the people yeah. that weren't aren't Hawaiian. Like yeah. you can tell you've seen these actors before. But I just love it because I. I love the fact that they're not. I, what I was afraid of is it was going to start with elementary school rock, and we're going to get a couple seasons of that. Then we were going to get high school rock. Then we were going to get college rock. I love that they bounce around yeah. in the timeline and and they tie it all. Whatever the theme is at the beginning that he's being interviewed about for his political career, they tie that all in with a story. And sometimes we stay with the elementary school rock. Sometimes we stay with the high school rock. But then there are episodes where you go from elementary school to high school and back to college. And it's just really well done and smart. And I grew up in the era of King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, all these wrestlers that they're talking about. Like, I can remember that as a kid and how huge that was and how Vince McMahon took WWF and like catapulted it into the limelight. So I'm, I think it's really well done. Like, it's something that could have been incredibly corny, but they're doing a great job with it, and it's fun to watch. Um, Dwayne Johnson plays Dwayne Johnson. Yes, he does, doesn't he? He is really good. I think that if uh, he, <laughs> he, he sticks on this entertainment thing, like, he's got a future in it. He's knocking out the role of Dwayne Johnson. I mean, he? like, talk about perfect casting. Yeah, he does well. You know I, mean? I love the fact that him and Randall Park in 2032 look exactly the same. Like, I like the fact that they didn't even try, like... Nope, we're Hollywood. This is what we look like 10 it's years. only 11 years. Yeah. I'm sure The Rock will look like that in 11 years. <laughs> Probably. He'll be 60-something, but yeah. No, but I enjoy it, man. I I think it's very good um, for me growing up in that era. Um, I will tell you this. <clears throat> um, I'm, I, I'm a little disappointed with the, um, the casting of Macho Man. Yeah, you know, I agree. Like Macho Man is like the one guy to me that he should be like the easiest to cast. You'd think so, right? Like the Macho Man is the worst of all the former rap or rappers, why former does, wrestlers. Yeah, why is the beard fake? And like, he looks really fake. Yeah. I, that, the Andre the Giant is great though. Do you agree? Like, Andre's great. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. Junkyard um, Dog. Yeah, the J, the JYD is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the, the twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't remember their name. Oh, the Iron Sheik. Yes, Iron yeah. Sheik's really good. Yeah, I really like the the relationship between the Iron Sheik and the grandma. Yes, like she's like, listen, here's the list of things you cannot say. He's like, I can't say beep. Yeah, no, not even beep. No, <laughs> not beep. No. And then, like, they're at the picnic, and then he says it, and she's, like, looking at him, yeah, like, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. I gave you a list. Yeah. No, it's, it's yeah, I love that. I love that. And and and, it, and it's cool because I've actually heard, like, you the behind-the-scenes stories, the Iron Sheik was supposed to be kind of a prick like that. Like, that's what I've heard. So right. they're keeping it real, and, and I love that they're foreshadowing, like, the the father's wrestling career not taking off as wrestling becomes massive and moves into these big arenas you can kind of see the foreshadowing of that he's going to get left behind and and, and kind of live in those try to relive those glory days but never be able to quite get where he wants to be and that's what i love about them jumping around is that you see him successful and they're eating in fancy restaurants and then you see them struggling and living in a hotel and he's got a nice car to put on a show but they're living in a junkie hotel and the mom's cleaning houses to try to make it and the rock's trying to work a job so he can get a car like they don't make you wait for it right but they do it well where it's all tied in and it makes sense so yeah i thoroughly recommend that show i i enjoy it so uh 
Regardless, it sounds like we're going to follow these through to the end of these six episodes. Absolutely. I'm going to give Keenan the full ride. I'm not 100% on board with it, but I like Keenan enough that at this point now I'm invested. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And The Rock, that's a no-brainer. Like, The Young Rock is, I'm in for that one. It's good stuff. All right. Well, I I too am in, and I hope that The Young Rock sticks around because I do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And uh, and I hope Keenan... I don't need Keenan to be the best show ever. I just need it to be a little bit better. It needs just to be a little funnier. A little bit. Yeah. If That's the thing. It's got such a serious tone. We need to get away from it. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and if you're not going to be an original premise, you better be funny. Like, that's what I was saying earlier. We've seen this show before, and we've seen it done, unfortunately, probably. I don't want to say better, because I wasn't a big Full House guy back in the day, you know, like so. But more successful. So, right. so, so they, they need to do something. Like, come on. Which brings us to the grand finale. Yes, sir. Uh, WandaVision. Yes, the series finale. Do you remember what I asked you the last time we talked about WandaVision? Do you remember? Uh, if this was going to be a one and done? Yeah. Before we get to that, I got to tell you It's the only this. thing I got right about the show, by the way. <laughs> it's the only thing. I, I got to tell you this. Yeah. Uh, in, in speaking with um, uh, our good friend... Oh, you nasty. Uh-huh. We watched episode eight, and then uh, I asked him what he thought, and he was kind of down. Like He's like, it was all right. It was good. But he thought that was the finale. He's like, not what I wanted from the finale. And I was like, no, there's nine episodes. And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, there's nine. And he's like, okay. Then I liked it. You know okay, what I mean? Like yeah, he didn't yeah, realize. Yeah. He thought the eight was the end. Oh, you know. Yeah, that would be disappointing. Yeah, because yeah, eight left you hanging. Yeah, like, you're big. So, so then, so then episode nine came, and then, um, so uh, spoiler alert, one division was over. Let's see. At this point, you know, we're the third weekend of March now. Yes. it's been over for about three weeks now. Yeah. Um, also, uh, at the time of this recording. The first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier will have been out. Yes. So reviews to come. Reviews to come in a couple weeks for sure. We'll be uh, a couple episodes in on that. Yeah. Stoked. uh, I did hear that uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is only six episodes. Ooh man. So that's not my favorite. No, that's not my favorite either. Nine wasn't even enough. No. For WandaVision. No. Yeah. So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us, uh, give us a little quick breakdown on how you. Think about the the finale. What, what? Yeah, I, I loved it. And I don't understand. I've seen a lot of negativity online. I don't know. Have you noticed that too? There's been a lot of people that were disappointed. I, I think that the, 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 the negativity um, that I have read and that I have seen is because people had an idea of what they wanted or what they thought they were going to get and they didn't get it. Exactly. So then they get pissed. They wrote they, their own script right. in their own movie. Yeah. They were expecting to see Dr. Strange or they were expecting to see, you know what I mean? The Fantastic Four. The Fantastic Four, Four or something. Right? And yeah. they didn't. No. Right. And then, and, that, and, and the other thing that I saw that I think that, that to me didn't really make sense was like, they wanted like a concrete here is the answer. This is exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't understand because Marvel has never done that. No, this never. Is, this is going to steamroll into the movies and they're going to continue this story on. And you, you may get a Wanda show, another Wanda show later on down the line, but they've already said that this is going to tie into the Doctor Strange movie. But if you watch all the Marvel movies, which we've all done, like, yeah. it's never like, here's this character, 
this is what they're doing in the next movie. See you in April. The it's end. it's like yeah. it's like <laughs> you, I don't remember which movie it is, but you see the first Thanos, and he turns around, and that's it. Yeah. And people are like, oh my God, it's fucking Thanos. I knew it. But that's says, all you get for eight says, months. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to do this myself. Right. Yeah. And that's it. That's the it. Movie ends. Every Marvel movie has a has a climax or an ending. And then you wait for that tag scene that leaves you hanging to let you know it was over, but it ain't over. Here's a little hint of what's to come. And you're going to go, oh man, I want more of that. Like this movie was so good. And ah, now it just got better, and I can't wait. Right. Yeah, you're It's just a right. little something to give you a little bit of a, right? To be like, like, I can tell you this right now. I yeah. can, one of my favorite, what'd you call them, a cut scene or a tie scene? What'd you call it? The, 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 the uh, oh shit, what do they call them now? The little tag scene. Tag scene, end. that's yeah, what he yeah, said, yeah. tag scene. One of my favorite tag scenes of all the post, Marvel. post credit Right, scene. one of my yeah. favorite ones of all time was when Captain Marvel walks in and Thor's not moving. Right. Thor stands up. Yeah. Right in front of Captain Marvel. Right? Puts his hand out. Yeah. Right? Here comes the hammer. Yeah. She doesn't move. Right. And Thor goes, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all it. And I was like, oh, man, that looks good. The I end. didn't even see anything. Cut. There that's was nothing. It. That yeah. was nothing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I like that. Yeah, dude. You know? It's so good, man. So, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I enjoyed it. I can tell you that... Um, so far, we had already talked about this. This was the show we had no idea we wanted, but it is exactly what we needed, and I fell in love with it. Um, th it has been a Friday night routine for me. Like, I, I, I get off work, I go to band practice, and when I come home from band practice, I eat a late dinner and I watch WandaVision. So that first Friday, when I didn't have WandaVision, and, and we, the, were, we weren't into Falcon and the Winter Soldier the, yet. The Friday of March 12th. Was. I was incredibly disappointed. Like, I was like, oh, man, I have nothing to look forward to. There's no new rock. There's no new Keenan. And this was my Friday night, like from like 9, 8.30 to 10 or 9.30 to 10. I locked in with Wanda and couldn't wait to see. And every episode, here's the thing, and, and this may be a bold statement for me. I think more so than The Mandalorian, this show had me hooked. Because with the Mandalorian, I kind of always knew what was going to happen. Like, okay, he's going to fly to a planet, ask some questions, help somebody out. Then they're going to move to the next planet. He's trying to get Baby Yoda to the Jedi. I knew eventually he'd get Baby Yoda to the Jedi. This show, and you and I have already said it, week to week, I had no clue. Every time I thought I knew what was going on, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Like, you know, I told you, I thought uh, you were right. The brother was a plant. Obviously, we, we had speculated on that, and I wasn't sure because he had powers. I was right, but I was wrong. He was planted, but he wasn't planted by the FBI guy. Right, correct. And I which had, is what I thought. I was like, man, some of the times he says something, it's just a little off. Like, I feel like he's a plant. But obviously, at that point, when yeah. we talked about it, we had no idea who the hell Agatha was. No, no, and that was the thing. And, and, I, and I, I liked that. I liked the fact that... Uh, Oh, shit, I lost my train of thought now. I can't remember. So we were talking about the brother. Oh, and I was wrong. I thought they were painting the head of the FBI as a dick to then give a big reveal that he actually had a plan and was doing so well. I was way off. He was a dick. He was the bad guy and breaking the law and doing horrible things. But no, I, I, I was not disappointed. I had a lot of people tell me that they didn't like the whole witch angle. 
uh, that they didn't like that Agatha was was the one kind of pulling the strings in the background and, and trying to suck up, trying to learn. Basically, she was trying to learn how Wanda did it so then she could steal her powers. And then the big reveal that Wanda was able to do that because not only was she given the power of the um, Infinity Stone, she was already a witch before that. And she already had power, and then they just amplified that power when they were, when, uh, what is it, uh, the, the Hydra was experimenting on her and trying to turn her into something more than she was. But So the big reveal that a lot of people thought was stupid when she's like, Wanda, you're a Scarlet Witch. Like, the big deal about that is is that Marvel didn't have the rights to the X-Men. So they could never... That's why she was Wanda. They couldn't call her... She's always been the Scarlet Witch. That's her superhero name. The brother is Quicksilver. But they couldn't call them that until Disney bought the rights to 20th Century Fox and got the X-Men back. So that big reveal when uh, Agatha finally says... Wanda, you're a Scarlet Witch. The Scarlet the Witch. The Scarlet Witch, right. Now, that's a huge deal. Like You're not supposed to be real. Yeah. Like, like you're a myth. Right, exactly. So that was a big deal for a lot of things that Wanda had no clue that's who she was. Wanda didn't know she was a witch. She thought, I think she just thought she was like an Avenger, like somebody gave her powers like Captain America and that she was created. Uh, but, I, but I think that when she... and and. And what I'm interested to know, and I'm, and I don't know if there's an answer to this. I mean, I'm sure that somebody has an answer. But when Agatha is taking her on her little journey, uh-huh. you know, the episode before, yes. where like, you know, she goes to back to... They uh, go through her history Slovakia, of when her parents were killed and right. her and her brother being left alone. Right. Yeah. Which was great, by the way, because they yeah. had, they showed the DVDs of the shows that she was recreating. That's why she loves old TV so right. much. Right. Yeah. Which, which was great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they showed like, like, you could see like... In the box was the Dick Van Dyke show and the right. Witch. I love Lucy. Yeah, those yeah. things. Um, so when the, when the, and then they go back to the Hydra thing, right? And she's looking at it. When they do, when Hydra does the thing to her and it kills everybody else, but it doesn't kill her, right? Right. When right before like the the light and the explosion, yeah, you see the Scarlet Witch. Like right. she sees the Scarlet Witch. Right. Yeah. So what I'm interested in knowing is. Did she see that when she was at Hydra back then? Yeah, yeah. Or does she see it now? You know what I mean? Because if that's the case, then she knew, like, she was already being told, you're the Scarlet Witch years ago. Yeah, because I got the feeling that she didn't know. Because even at one point, Agatha goes, so how did you get out of there? You used this kind of spell, right? And she's like, no, me and my brother just sat there and waited until the coast was clear, and then we got out of there. Like, we didn't... So I got the feeling that she'd always been a witch, but didn't know she was a witch. And then when they went in and experimented on her to create her and turn her into a mutant, they just, she, the reason she survived and got through it, her and her brother, so I'm sure her brother must have had to be able to go through that, must have had some kind of witching power, wizard power to sorcerer, whatever they call the male version of a witch, a sorcerer, I guess. But yeah, I, I have a feeling that, that they had those powers already and then they enhanced them when they did what they did to them. Because she really, when she told her you're Scarlet, she had no idea. The whole thing, what Agatha was trying to lead her into was like, look, I can teach you. You don't know what you're doing. I can help you. Let me, give me your power and I can fix this because you don't know what you're doing. Like, So Agatha, I don't know if you remember, but when they, um, when she was telling her that like she's even stronger, she said you're even strong. The Scarlet Witch is even stronger than the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Which is Doctor Strange. Right, yeah, yeah. Yep, and then uh, and the the beautiful thing is what you could see what Agatha was doing is every time 
Wanda used her powers, like shot a bolt at her. She was absorbing her power and taking her power from her. And I love the fact that um, that's how they explain how Wanda was able to bring back Vision was that when she killed Vision, when Vision asked her in uh, Infinity War to kill him so they couldn't get the stone, when she killed him, she then took on some of that power of that Infinity Stone, which made her even more powerful than she already was. So she got them some of the power of the Mind Stone, and that's how she was able to recreate Vision. Because I'm like, you know, a lot of things make sense, but how the hell did Vision come back? Like, I could get a lot of this stuff, but Vision, that, and then they explain that. And I'm like, oh, absolutely, that makes total sense. I'm totally on board for that. Um, how'd you feel about Vision meeting Vision? I thought that was one of my favorite. I love that. Um, before we move on to that, yeah, I, I just want to say that one of the things that I did hear a lot of good reviews about, and I was on board with too, um, I thought the fight between Wanda and Agatha was great. Oh, yeah. It was really, really interesting. It was, well done, of course. They could have put all... This could have been a movie. Like, I, I saw somebody say that, 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 that the special effects, the writing, the way it looked. If you would have took all those episodes and crammed them all together in one, it could have been one nice, big, long movie. And I, and I could see it working either way. I think it was probably better as episodic TV. But when you're watching them up in the sky and they're, they're sh- shooting the bolts back and forth and everything's lighting up and the, the dome is vibrating, like I like, dude, this is very cinematic, man. Uh, I very much enjoyed the, uh, the Vision v. Vision. Yes, where they got philosophic. They yeah. got deep on our asses. And I thought it was really... Uh, that I liked sounded it. dirtier than it should have been. Sorry. <laughs> Bill, didn't we not just say family show? Yes, it is. Goodness gracious. It's not how I meant it. They got very they got very serious. Oh, what's up, girl? I'm about to get philosophical on that ass. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Oh damn, Savage. Yeah. Uh but no, I enjoyed it. I I, I really liked the fact that it just uh my favorite part was when they like it kind of slowed down. And they did get philosophical. Yes. And like it was kind of, they were like, they had the camera like going around them. Yeah. You know, and it was like, it was really, I, I liked the way they did it. And then, um, you know, it was just, and I don't remember exactly what they said, but they were just basically like, so if I'm not the real vision, but the real vision came from parts of me. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that not make me? The tree or whatever he said, you know right. what I mean? And he's I love like, how he stopped him in his tracks. Like, he's like, my protocol. He's like, why are you doing this? He's like, because that's my protocol. I'm here to kill the vision. And he goes, well, but I'm not the vision. And then he stops and goes, hmm, elaborate, like explain. And then they go into that conversation that was just so good. Well, so if you're made from the actual parts of vision, but you don't have any of the memories, does that still make you vision? Or basically I'm, you know, I've got, I look like them and I've got the memory, you know, but I don't have the memory. So am I, you know, and they go back, they use the analogy of an old ship that rots away. And right. if, you, if you rebuild the ship with all new parts, is it still the same ship basically? Like that's what they're saying. Like, so I've been rebuilt with all new parts. You're the old parts. Which one of us is the real vision here? Like, and finally, once he gives him the, he, he, Wanda's vision that she created unlocks his memories. It's like, yeah, they can't erase those. They're still there. You still have my memories. But once he unlocks the memories, then I love the fact that he goes, oh, I am the vision. And then he takes off. He leaves. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing what these people want. And I love the fact that now he has those memories and he is the vision. That, he's now the vision that Wanda fell in love with. 
because there's a scene at the beginning where she comes walking and she goes, Vision? And he goes, hello, Wanda. And he takes his hand on her face and then he grabs her head and starts to just squeeze her head like a melon. You go, whoa, what the fuck's going on? That was crazy to me because he, he looks lovingly into her eyes and he places his palm, palm on her cheek and then he starts to squeeze her head. Like, But he first goes, hello, Wanda. And then oh, I was just like, oh, man, here we go. Yeah, I just thought it was really well done. I thoroughly enjoyed um, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I wasn't disappointed at all. I was completely satisfied. Um, I'm going to miss this show because I it was like I said, it was my Friday night. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, also, um, th- what do you think about the first end credit scene? Love it because that means they're bringing Sam Jackson into the mix because you know that's who it is. Sam Jackson was up in space at the end of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. He's up watching in space now, and and he's friends with the what are the shapeshifter guys who can make themselves look like. So you think that that the guy that he want the person uh, uh, I sent by an old friend of your mother's, he heard you'd been grounded. He'd like to meet you. Yeah, it's Sam Jackson because you remember he's up in space on vacation, just kind of watching things. He didn't go down himself to handle business when it came to Spider-Man: Far From Home. He sent those green things down. It's terrible. I can't remember those aliens' names. The scroll. The scroll. He sent the scrolls down to handle business as himself. So I feel like when it's a scroll that all of a sudden says, hey, you know, uh, Captain Rambo, we want to see you over in the theater. And all of a sudden the face reveals and it's a scroll. And she's like, you have an old friend that wants to visit. And where Where is he? Points up, up to space. She just points up. All right. And yes, that's my take that it's Sam Jackson. Did you Did you think it was somebody else? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I, I, I you know. Uh, I figured it was Fury. Well, Monica is, uh, well, uh, an old friend of your mother's. So I thought maybe, I mean, that could be Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. But she seems to be be, upset with Marvel. It could could also be the Skrull character. The main one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I, thought maybe that was the, you know. I don't know about yeah. enough about the scroll. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, if that was a daughter or the same age, or if they. I, age or I was just thinking Nick Fury because of that last end post-credit scene in Spider-Man: Far From Home, where he's like literally like sitting in front of something that looks like a beach, and he's got a drink and he's in shorts, and he stands up and clicks the screen and it shows he's out in space and. Uh, and then what did you think about the second post-credit scene? Um, that's the one that like, I was like, what the hell? Like, cause, okay. So it's clear that she's off living in some cabin, isolating herself. She's sitting on the front porch, drinking, waiting for her coffee or tea to brew. And she gets up and walks in and she grabs the coffee pot, like with a with her bare hand. And the first thing my wife said was, how the hell did she just grab that coffee pot? And is it not burning her? I go, well, she's a mutant. She has powers. Maybe she's immune to heat. Then she walks around the corner and there's Wanda like, kind of hovering and I don't know if she's meditating or she looks like she's reading a book and then you hear help me help me and it sounds like her kids to me that's what my wife and I picked up that that sounded like the children that she just eradicated were crying out for help yeah and that she was somehow she was casting that vision of herself sitting out on the front porch to like create an image while she sat and is studying a spell book and it's well the book is the dark hold okay which is the the Scarlet Witch, the main book, you know, the right. book of sorcery or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, did Agatha have that? Where did yeah. that come from? Okay, Agatha yeah, yeah. had it. I was trying to remember that, like where it came from. But. Yeah, that's that that book Agatha had. Okay. Yeah. Right. So now that she knows she's the, you know, uh, Scarlet Witch, like she's studying the Darkhold. 
Right, because and that was the thing. That was Agatha's whole thing was like, you don't know how to use these powers. I can help you. Don't you you want to keep me around? And she's like, well, I know where you are if I need you. And then she zaps her back into, I'm gonna give you. The, you're gonna stay right here, and I'm gonna give you the role that you chose. You're gonna be the sassy next door neighbor. Right. So she said, remember, Agatha reveals that when they were getting into their fight, there was an entire chapter in the Darkhold book devoted to the Scarlet Witch. Right. Which we learned That's is stronger right. than the, the uh, right. Sorcerer Supreme. So that book is the Darkhold. I don't know enough about that. Maybe OU Nasty does. Right. I don't know a lot he's about dig, that he's either. He's digged in deep. Digged in. Digged in. Spooked. As has been spooked on here this show before. <laughs> uh, so, um, and then obviously she's kind of like doing the witch thing, zoning out studying the dark hold and then she hears the voices of her kids so uh i liked that it was uh it was wide open yeah like that like we kind of had a little bit of an idea with the movie uh theater scene with uh monica and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the scroll yeah this one nothing that's no what I said. no that, clue man that's no when clue. i texted you and i'm like it, it raises more questions than answers but you know yeah is, is it her kids if it is her kids how the hell is it her kids because they're not supposed to be here anymore multiverse you know, yeah, which, right. which is which is what everything that I've read and that I've heard is coming is like, that's probably where right. the first scene that you see Wanda or Scarlet Witch or everyone call her Wanda is going to be there right. in the multiverse. Well, and that's what Doctor Strange too is supposed to, supposedly at one time the working title was the multiverse of madness. Right. So um, if they, they roll with that and I have heard that WandaVision leads into that movie so if that's the case it'll be interesting to see and and i'd just like to say how good is katherine hahn who plays agatha like to to switch gears from the sassy funky next door neighbor to that evil witch lady and then how quickly she switches back when when the scarlet witch taps her on the head and says i'm gonna give you the role you've, you you chose to pick when you lived here and you're going to stay right here and I'll know where you are when I need to find you. And she taps her on the head and all of a sudden the expression on her face just changes. And she goes, well, hey there, neighbor. All right, gal, look at you. You know, she just, it's like instantaneous and it's so good. She has this witch vibe and she's evil. And the moment she taps her on the head, her facial expression changes, the tone of her tonality, the way she carries herself. She's like, you just stay here and I'll see you later. You got it. You know, I was just like, man, I hope she gets the credit she deserves because she was phenomenal in this show. I thought from the very first episode, she nailed the the quirky neighbor next door from all those shows. And then when she flipped the switch to evil, she was so good. And to switch it back like that, like was I thought she was amazing. Well, uh, so overall, the, um, the take, if you will, is uh, we talked about this months ago. Yeah. We weren't really sure if we wanted what the show was going to be. We we were going to watch it because it was Marvel. Right. It became an unreal show that we obviously spent a tremendous amount of time talking about and really getting invested in. So um, not surprising, but Marvel did it again. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Marvel to the rescue, man. They, like I said, of course I'm going to watch because they've yet to let me down. Like when they fail like miserably... I'll still keep giving them chances because they've been so good, but they haven't failed yet. So here's the, uh, here is the questions going forward. Yes. What are Monica's powers? Or did she hold on to the powers? That was my question too. Does she still have them after they suck the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, once she pulled the dome back in, 
the kids are gone and Vision is gone, does that take away the powers? I don't know. Were Tommy and Billy more real than Vision, who she created by herself? Clearly, they still exist in some form, since she can hear their cries. Right. Are we getting a Mephisto or a Nightmare after all? Yeah. Will this be touched on in Doctor Strange too? Uh-huh. Uh, how will White Vision, who is now fully restored normal vision, re-enter the MCU story? Right. I'm very curious of that. I can't wait till her and him and Wanda meet. That first meeting with him being back to Vision. I'm stoked for the, to see that. Like that's that's on my like stoked to see moments in movies or TV to come up. Like because it will happen. And I love the fact that when Wanda and Vision have their last moment, she, he he says like. Look, we met and I died and then we met again. So it only stands to reason that we will see each other again. And then they kiss and he disappears. So they've even alluded that he could come back. Let me ask you this real quick. And I don't know if you know this. And if you don't know this, maybe somebody who's listening does know. Right. Uh, there was a bunch of questions that I saw online about the Wizard of Oz reference during the Wanda and Agatha battle. I didn't catch that. Did you? No, no, I didn't catch a Wizard of Oz reference. No, uh-uh. Well, guess we need to research that. I am a big 311 fan, one of my favorite bands in the world. And there is a scene when uh, Monica is locked in the bedroom with uh, Pietro. Oh, who is supposed to be Pietro? He's He's been, you know, mind controlled into playing the brother. And he picks up a guitar and he's sitting on the couch and he starts to play Amber by 311. And I am in, a, in all these 311 Facebook groups and they were freaking out. Did you hear? Oh my God, he played Amber on the guitar. Did you hear him start to play Amber? He played Amber. So I go, all right, let me pull up the episode. And I go back and sure as shit, he starts to go. And then he puts the guitar down, but he went into the like opening three little chords of that song. So yeah, they, they threw in, I hear there's tons of Easter eggs in that show that you got to go back to find. Got it. It's the, uh, okay. So it's when, uh, in the beginning of the fight, um, when, uh, Wanda throws the car at Agatha into yes. the house and then you just see the boots. Oh, that's right. I do remember that now. I mean, you know what's funny is I even told my wife, oh, yeah, that's Allah the Wicked Witch from The Wizard of Oz. I even said that. Like, they dropped a house on her and all you could see was the shoes. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So people are like, what is the, is there, is that just an homage or is that, there's something there? Like, yeah. You know, people tend to believe that there's something there because Marvel never does anything on accident. Right. So, yeah. A reason that they placed that there at that moment right yeah that would make sense so uh yeah overall man wandavision was uh to me uh not just good it was fantastic absolutely i agree i, uh, I beyond enjoyed it like you said we um we uh we uh i forgot to turn my watch noise off <laughs> damn <it. laughs> we'll get there next yeah. next recording session um it, it was uh we had uh so the weekend of the 12th it was the first Friday where we didn't have WandaVision. And yeah. I know you nasty hit me up. He was like, hey, you want a game tonight? And my first thought was be like, well, I'm going to watch WandaVision. Then I'm in. And then I was like, yeah. <laughs> Just let me know when you're ready, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, dude. It, it was weird. Like, it was only it was only nine weeks. Do, do you know if, um, if Falcon and the Winter Soldier, is that going to be on Fridays? I don't. I don't, but it seems like that's what Disney's doing right now because Mandalorian was Friday night, right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course, my friend, is today is uh, 
what do we got? Yeah, it's going to be on the 19th, so the Friday. Yeah. So I wonder if eventually, like, they're kind of spreading these shows out and giving us one at a time. I'm wondering if eventually Disney Plus will go full bore and, like, be like, give us two or three shows at once. Like, like a Netflix. Like, Netflix doesn't go, like, okay, here's this movie, and then we're going to wait and give you, you know, they'll, they'll give us multiple things at once. Like, I hope we don't continue to, like, one Marvel, one Star Wars. Like, I would hope eventually, like, we could get a Marvel show and a Star Wars show at the same time. Like, you know, one could be Friday night, one could be Thursday night or something. Like, I hope eventually, because I know they're talking about an Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which I'm stoked for. And, it, like, let's mix it up. Oh, know? well, the, the, remember, I don't know if you remember, but when uh, Disney Plus just released, like, they didn't do anything, they didn't do anything, they didn't do anything, and then all of a sudden they released all of the trailers at once, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, Loki, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and then like six Star Wars shows like right. all at once, and people lost their shit. Like yeah. all of it's coming. Oh, out. dude, every every the social media blew up. But if but they the wait, Marvel stuff has been done, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so yeah. that's why that stuff's dropping first. The Star Wars stuff is just in production and coming. I and I know that they have to give us one Marvel show at a time because they coincide with the movies. So I, I've heard it's going to be a show and a movie, a show and a movie, a show. And I get that. But I'm just hoping that we can get a Marvel show and a Star Wars show. Like that, that it's not going to be like, okay, there was the Marvel time. Now it's the Star Wars time. And there's, cause dude, we'll be waiting. It'll be three years from now before we get some of these shows. If they don't like, you know, like start like doing it like a regular TV according, show. According to the timeline right now, obviously we have the nine weeks of, um, WandaVision and then there's what two weeks off and then right. six episodes of, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Damn, just six. To go through April 23rd. And then, according to the timeline I'm seeing, then Loki starts on May 7th. Yeah. Yeah, that one. But also, May 7th is the release date for um, Black Widow. The movie. Yes. Okay. It'll be interesting to see. Because I'll tell you right now, man, like, I mean, I guess it's two months out. I don't know. But, like, I wouldn't say that I'm confident that movie theaters are going to be open in two months. No. And and if they are, like, I don't have a problem. Like, I'll go yeah. because they're not going, like, it's not just going to be a free-for-all. They're going to have to open up the way that, you know, like, one seat in between or two seats in between people. The short time. Unless you're they, in a, a family. Or, the short time they reopened movie theaters, uh, there, was a, there was a clip in there for a minute. And I was bored and I was hanging out with my son. And they put 42 in honor of Jackie Robinson, they put it back in the theaters. Oh, no, in honor, I think it was in honor of the passing of Chadwick Boseman. They put it back in the theaters. And I thought, you know, I've never seen that. Hey, buddy, let's, why don't we get tickets and go check it out? Well, the way they had the theater spaced out, like only so many people in a row, it sold out like that. Like you had to like literally be on there the moment tickets went on sale, like a concert almost to get tickets. Like it was done. And the same thing, they've like re-released The Empire Strikes Back because there's no new movies. So if you didn't jump on board and get tickets, so yeah, um, I imagine it'll be the same ways. But so yeah, for a big movie like, like, but Black Widow, it's gonna be tough to get tickets. I, see, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be that tough because they're gonna like the movie theaters. They're gonna run sixty showings of it, right? Because there won't be as much. There's not gonna be as many. So so you're gonna be like Black Widow is gonna be on ten eight screens. I hope so. You know I what I mean? Eight screens with you know. Because the other thing to factor in is a lot of theaters didn't make it and closed down. My little Jackson Cinemas, which is a Regal, 
they uh, from what I heard, they're not coming back. Like, and I don't know if that's the truth or not, but I've heard that from several people that they didn't survive this. I don't know, man. Yeah. Well, we will see. Uh, overall, obviously, uh, 209 cosine for sure on the WandaVision. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it uh, as much as we did. Hey, if we screwed something up, let us know. Or you have a different take. Yes. Let us know. Hell yeah. And by the next time that we talk, well, two episodes from now, we'll be talking Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. More to come. Stoked for that. I can't Stizoked. Wait. We'll be talking about Falcon and a Winter Soldier. We'll have the Snyder Cut, Justice League, a lot of superhero stuff coming down the pipe, man. I'm I'm stoked for it. I'm, we had a we had a run of 12 years or whatever it was, and then it kind of everything came to a grinding halt. So I'm happy to be back in the superhero world again, and in, in the comic book world, and getting back and getting the groove of this shit. I love it. I yes, sir. It. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Bill, get us up out of here, man. In the immortal words of my man George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Sometimes I think you're gonna say in the immortal words of George Clooney. <laughs> Peace.